I am inside each and every single one of you. Just look in, and I will be there, waving out at you, naked, wearing only a cock ring. Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord show? The- Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. Okay. <laughs> the Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Everybody likes to dance because Jeff Lord is awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> if you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. If you don't love the Lord, you're fucking fucked. Really, is this the level that you sunk to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. that perhaps you've seen in your dreams where the story that you are about to be told took place in the holiday worlds of old now you've probably wondered where holidays come from if you haven't i'd say it's time you begun Dead of night This is Halloween 
pumpkin song. Welcome to Funky Town Podcast, one and all. Hope you're having a good night or a good day whenever you decide to listen to this. We opened up the show tonight, our Halloween show, our spooktacular, with a holophonics out of Denton. That was, this is Halloween. Now we're going to kick on our next song. This is a Garage Barrage. Ecto Cooler. We got a big show for you tonight, folks. We got a new song coming up from Josh Reed. We got an interview with Matt Stubbs from the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. We got All Monsters Attack out of Houston. Gary Family out of Taylor. And Sound Suit from here in Fort Worth. This is Garage Brush. This house is haunted with ghosts and creaky doors. But it's not that bad Actually it fucking sucks
Garage Barrage. We'll keep on rocking and rolling with our Halloween spooktacular. This is by Josh Reed from The Confound, Josh and the Jet Noise. He's got a brand new one out. It's called 12 Foot Skeleton. Happy Halloween, everybody. Funky Town Podcast. I won't spread my disease I'll be a grim reaper Your king deceiver Get down on your knees I wanna be a magician Playing tricks on your vision All of the illusions Calm the confusion All the things you're missing I see you running Hiding and just living in fear Josh Reed with 12-Foot Skeleton on the Funky Town Podcast. It's our Halloween spooktacular. All right, everybody, I got to show everybody my shirt. Got my Halloween shirt on. For those of you watching on the YouTube stream, got my Halloween shirt on. We got our spooky noise. Got our Halloween music. All we need is a Halloween guest. Decided to reach out to 
Matthew Belzebub Stubbs this week as our guest for Halloween. He's been wanting to come on the show for quite some time. He's always complaining, you have everybody else on the show? He's even had Dustin on the show a bunch of times, but Matt from the Jerry Jonestown Massacre hasn't been on the show solo by himself. So I was like, this would be a fun time. So reached out to him and he said he'd love to do it. So I gave him a call this afternoon and we talked about all things Halloween. It's a good little interview. Almost got sucked into talking about Mike Patton again. But didn't do it. I was strong. I was disciplined. I was a good boy. So I hope you're enjoying the Halloween show. We have more music coming up after the interview. Um, so I was really excited about this show all week long, putting the music together, um, getting the interview questions together and stuff. And I think it's uh, fun so far. I think this is a great interview. And we're going to have some fun all the way till the end. So let's give old Stubberino, Stubberlicious, Matthew Stubbs a phone call and we'll talk to him for a little bit and then I will come back with more tunes for you guys. Alright, here we go. Hello. Hello, may I speak with uh, Matthew Stubbs, please? It is I. Oh, it's Matthew Stubbs of the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. It is, man. How are you? I'm really good the lord this is jeffrey lord from the funky town podcast show i can tell by your voice oh can you recognize my voice i feel like i'm really gainy let me turn it back a little bit trying to get you no are you on a microphone or are you on a phone i'm on a microphone okay okay oh you do it on the phone you do it on a microphone and the other guy has to do it on a uh, on a phone i'm also i've also got my phone too i mean there's a phone involved oh there is a phone involved yeah have you seen uh, Brian Breckenridge's thing? Not his thing. No. But his uh, no. his his little Zoom P4. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's what it is. It's the same thing. It's just it's got a um. You can plug your phone into it, and you can do interviews on the phone instead of. But yeah, I have the same machine he does. I just plug my phone into it and do it that way. It kind of converts the phone into a little studio. Maybe I should do that. Hold on, let me turn these notifications off so we don't do that the whole time. Okay. Yeah, and then I'm going to... Do you mind if I hit... Uh, I don't know. I don't think there's any rules against uh, hitting uh, Billy Bong Thornton during a phone show, right? I, I can do that. I think so. I think yeah, you, I haven't heard. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. I think you're the uh, pod... You're the pod father of this type of show, so as long as it's cool with you, then I think. Uh, yeah, it's fine with me. You know, yeah. I, usually, I usually do it beforehand. Yeah, I do too, but I'm moving, so I'm like uh, all over the place today. Oh. Yeah, it's like a work in progress. I'm doing one load at a time because I don't have much stuff. It's funny because I think I've discovered that I'm pretty much a minimalist these days. I don't oh. have. Many things. I've probably taken two loads, and I'd say I'm about halfway done. So, it happens that way whenever you move. We used to yeah. move every couple of years, and every time we would move, we would just downsize. We don't need this. We don't need this. We get into this new place with all this extra room and space, and by the time it's ready to move again, we got to start getting rid of stuff. And now we've been here for probably close to ten years, and we got all kinds of junk everywhere. Yeah, you think you're going to stay at that house forever, or is that? Uh... Cause I like your house, man. It looks like one of those places that kind of has uh, has some spirit to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, at least for 20 years while, until we pay it off. Oh, you got the mortgage on it still? Yeah, yeah. 
big bucks, big bucks from the uh, phone podcast show. I haven't paid for it yet. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> That's why I had to start it up again. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, man. So, are you excited about um, Halloween? Do you like this time of year? I love Halloween. Yeah, I love Halloween. I'm very excited. How about you, man? Yeah, I like Halloween too. I like this. Is my favorite time of the year from like October to January. Just a all the. I call, it, I call this time of year because my birthday's in October too. So yeah, it was last week. Happy birthday! Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm 32. <laughs> but the uh, I call this time of year the time warp because it's like from my birthday to the day after the Super Bowl just seems like a time warp. Oh, it goes real fast. Yeah, because there's so many things going on, um, so many special activities for the kids to do and and you to do. There's so many cool shows usually, and those are coming back. So, <clears throat> uh, and then you remember back in the day when we had the, uh, you know. Our show would try to do something special, and then they would have the, uh, the every once in a while they would do the um, what was it? Uh, what's his name? Has the school not School of Rock, but the uh, those cover shows that they didn't pull. Oh yeah, the, the Rock Assembly. Rock Assembly, yeah. They would do their cool shows, and then Do For It would do their cool shows. So it was like right around my birthday through the end of the year, there was always something cool going on. So mm -hmm. it just made time go really fast. And, I love Halloween, so I'm a big fan. It's always been been a fun part of my life. Yeah, I like that. I like that it gets darker sooner. You know, now I'm always ready for it to get to stay darker later by the time it gets here. But when it goes the other way around, I'm always like, oh yeah, it's getting dark now. The lights are coming out, and yeah, it's, you know. everybody gripes about the uh, time change, but it's also kind of cool too. But like, because you kind of get used to, uh, I don't know. There's pros and cons to the time change. I think the daylight savings and all that. So, so do you like um? Do you, do you like scary movies? I, I do like scary movies. Do you? It's funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm a fan. I haven't watched many lately because they've gotten so cheesy, and I feel like they're just kind of redoing uh, some of the things that has already been done. So, do you have a favorite? What about you? No, I don't like my it. favorite. Yeah. My favorite would probably have to be in my go-to that I try to watch every year is the first Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah, just uh, uh, the, I don't know, it's just, the it's right in my wheelhouse. Like, when I was growing up, I remember some of the same sounds and spooky, uh, like, uh, the scene and everything, like, the what they used. And the way they did the cinematography reminds me of being a kid and how we would freak each other out and... You know the scene where uh, Michael Myers is just kind of peeping around a, a bush uh -huh. in the middle of the afternoon. That that freaks me out because there's been many times because you, you know you usually get the wind blowing, the leaves are turning and stuff, and your eyes are playing tricks on you. So um, I always I always felt like it was a realistic uh, horror flick that scared the crap out of me. You know? Yeah, see, I don't like those the ones that are realistic. I think my favorite, yeah. if I had to pick one, I like all the silly ones. Like I like the Evil Dead movies. You know, oh, I, like, yeah. I like the scary movies, the, whatever they are, with the the Wayne Brothers or Jennifer Love Hewitt, and um, those that are making fun of the scary movies. And then, uh, Scream. but I th yeah, Scream, that's what it is. Scream. Um, no, that's a real scary movie. Sc scary movie is the make fun of the scary movies, right? The, yeah. Wait. The, the parody, yeah. like where they parody Scream. I think that's called Scary Movie. Either. Yeah, and they're making fun of. Scream. Of Scream and all those those movies or whatever. Scream was okay. I I did see that one, but the one I saw 
when it came out at the time that scared me was um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was right at that age where I was like in high school and it'd come out and we'd seen it. And that was kind of freaky that, you know, all the, all the dream stuff was just real weird. Yeah, I remember uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 had Dawkins play Dream Warriors. <laughs> dream Warriors. That was a kick-ass song, man. So do you ever, um, do you have scary dreams? Scary dreams? Yeah. I used to. Yeah, I used to. I haven't had a scary dream in a while. I've gotten to where I can control my dreams. So if, like, if Freddy was to, if Freddy was to attack me in my dream, uh, I think I could take him because I don't know. I have this weird control now where if I, if things are getting out of hand, I can, I have this sense of, 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 uh, where I'm at and what's going on and like, Oh, this is one of those fucked up dreams. And Matt, let's just ex- hit the, hit the exit button. Let's See, eject here. That's cool that you can do that. Cause you can, yeah, a lot of people can't. Right. Most people can't, I don't think was, um, but you're, you're supposed to be able to, if you can control that, you can, I don't know. Yeah. Go to the next dimension and all that. Right. Like, well, you can, it? you can find missing people and stuff, you know? Yeah. You, what's that? Uh, you could have found Brian laundry before the... everybody else did. Cause you dreamt yeah. about it. And, yeah, well, I'm too lazy, though. Yeah. Even in my dreams, I'm crazy. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that, man. That sounds like work. Right. I'm dreaming. I'm going to Hawaii. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Hawaii and riding four-wheelers and stuff and, you know, living in some cool-ass mansion with a bunch of Xboxes and, and Cheetos. Um, I'm not going to waste my time find, fighting crime. Right. Making no. the world a better place. Who does that? That sounds like work. Especially in your dreams. Yeah, that's the last thing I want to do is go fight crime. So do you have a favorite horror movie character? Do you like Michael Myers? That, that'd be your favorite? Uh, yeah, Michael Myers is pretty cool. And then Jamie Lee Curtis, like her character, in this, I, I was a, I loved her too. I was a freak about her. Um, she was so hot. She's still hot. She's, a, yeah. she's an amazing, attractive woman. And even uh, if the rumors are real, I'm, I'm okay with that. That's, what, that's fine too. She's an attractive they as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are real, but if they were, that's fine. Yeah, I liked her. When was that? It was like in the nineties. Everybody was saying she was a hermaphrodite or something, right? Yeah, but I heard the same thing about Lady Gaga. Yeah, and same thing. I'm attracted to Lady Gaga. She's she's awesome. But uh, Mm -hmm. getting back to the question, uh, the Halloween, I like. uh, Yeah, Michael Myers, and then all of a sudden Leatherface. Leatherface is always a classic too. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm a big fan of that too. Oh, the guy. um, Pinhead's a good one. Yeah, Pinhead's cool. He was creepy. Um, he was more of a year-round type thing, though. It didn't remind me of Halloween. It was just a weird movie, you right. know. Yeah, like an evil presence that was always around. Not, not that got more power or whatever, more uh, recognition during the uh, Halloween times. He was always evil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pinhead. But yeah, definitely creepy. Uh, did you have any fears as a kid? Like, were you afraid of the dark or? Well, I had this weird uncle that. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I used to, so this is crazy. I used to be scared of a made up uh, uh, villain called the Cushion Man at my grandparents' house. <laughs> is he kind of like a. Did he predate the Slender Man? Yeah, yeah. It predated the Slender Man. And he was more creepy, but he kind of wasn't. But he was because he was made of cushion. So. Like, if you wanted to, you could just run into him and then knock him down and go. But for some reason, I thought there was a cushion man that was chasing me around my grandparents' house, which is where I'm moving, actually. Oh. Back into that house. So I might get reacquainted with Maybe the they'll come cushion. Back. 
Yeah. So the cushion man always freaked me out. And then, um, of course, uh, Aberdeen and you can, uh, like there's so many weird stories that my grandpa used to tell me and stuff like, uh, scary stories. And then, uh, but the one that would always scare me. And if it was the lights were out and I was caught upstairs was cushion man, <laughs> cushion man. I don't know, man. He was weird. Like, I would always sometimes I would have to sleep downstairs and in like in bed with my grandparents because I was so freaked out of it. Especially if there was a storm. Because Cushion Man Cushion Man was empowered by lightning and thunder. Like he uh he, he gained power. Oh, you think he'd be scared of the water because he'd get heavy. Yeah, that's what you would think. Especially with the rain. But I think he just stays inside. Cushion Man didn't go outside much. He didn't go out to the porch. Oh yeah, he wasn't an all weather cushion man. No, no, he wasn't yeah. <laughs> They didn't have that back in those days. No. I mean, uh, you could probably, I could have probably uh, taken him if I was friends with him and said, "Hey, I can probably get you all weathered, you know, and take him to some uh, place that does like uh, cushions and stuff if you want." But I don't know. He he was kind of scared of me too. So, uh, have you ever tried to draw him or anything? I could totally draw him if I wanted to. You should draw him, but no, I should draw him. I should draw him because. <laughs> I guarantee you, it sounds like a goofy villain that would scare a kid. But if you saw it, if you saw the villain, you would even think, "Though well, that's even stupider that he's <laughs> that he would be scared of that." He just makes you want to take a nap. It's kind of like uh, the cool villains. It's like uh, what was it? One of the comedians was talking about the Mucinex D guy when he's on the commercial. He's like, "I don't want to hate that guy. He seems pretty cool. I mean, I'm okay with him living in my lungs. You know, he seems like a pretty hardworking blue collar guy." Oh, that's funny. That's probably. That's probably what would happen with the cushion man. I'd, after I drew him, I'd be like, "Man, I don't, I don't want to be afraid of this guy. He seems pretty cool. Like he yeah, works like a nine to five job, forty hours a week, you know. And hey, you know, I, I might have him over for some pot roast or something soon." So, do you have any fears as an adult? Are you still afraid as of the cushion adult, man? Like real fears? Yeah, like you. I don't know. Um, like, are you scared of dogs or? Just, or, or... No, just. Just... Uh, I have a, let's see, I would say I've gotten afraid of heights, like the, the older I've gotten, which I never used to, like I could, when I was a kid, I'd just walk up to the edge of a cliff and just be fine with it. Now when I walk up to the edge or I think about, even just think about walking up to the edge of a building or something, I start getting weak knees and stuff and like feel the need to crawl around like a dog. Yeah, I kind of get that. I don't know, it's weird. I used to not be that way. I used to be a skater and all kinds of, you know, daredevil and all that, just stupid stuff all the time. But And blood, I think once I got stabbed, um, something happened because of all that. Like, um, I think uh, when I see blood and stuff, I get all weird and stuff. Um I don't know. I think my biggest fear, though, is just getting caught with my pants down during uh, the end of times because, you know, things keep getting worse. The news gets getting worse. So you think about that more. I'm like, am I going to be ready if all if let's yeah. say I don't die during the mushroom party and you make it through the mushroom party? Are you going to be OK after that? And so that's my biggest fear is, you know, that. Yeah. No, I think if that was actually happened, I think some people are going to be more prepared as, than others inevitably but i don't think you can ever be ready you just because yeah because you're not you don't really know what it's we all have these ideas of what it's going to happen like and we all have you know but when that stuff actually happens everybody's like man i never saw that i never thought of that i never seen that coming you know it didn't happen mm -hmm. the way i thought it would it was always something yeah. way out to where you're like i didn't plan for that <laughs> i got all this yeah yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think about the way I camp and the way that I would be. Pre- I'm not. I'm not one of those guys that has uh, really prepared very well for anything in life. No, I hear so, you. <laughs> I think I'd be the guy that's like, oh shit, man! There's things flying through. The, there's meteors coming down, and oh, whoa! Is that the? Uh, what is it? The, the trumpets are playing, like the Bible says. Listen, I'm like, well, wasn't expecting that that story to be real. Now I guess I, I'm, I'm caught off guard here, <laughs> like the rapture and everything. And I would at that point, I would just be like, well, hopefully, uh, you know, the end of the world is the, an invasion of uh, cushion men. <laughs> right. No, that's funny. You say enraptured. That's what that's what I was afraid of as a kid. I don't think I thought about it until just now. I mean, I thought about it before, but in this context, I was terrified of that. I'd get up in the middle of the night and go to, go in my parents' room and like just touch them and make sure they were in their bed to make sure that the rapture didn't take place in the middle of the night, and I missed it. You know, I mean, <laughs> something you had done would keep you out of there. I know, and it was it was dumb stuff like you know, eating a, a cookie I shouldn't have or. I don't know, maybe I stole a yo-yo from the toy store. You know, I mean, it's it's, it, it's stuff you do as a kid that it's not going to keep you. It's funny when you talk about fear, how much fear is based off of religious beliefs. That oh, you, a lot. I, mean, I, doubt, yeah. Yeah. I doubt that's what uh, the inventors of religion and stuff, uh, or like God or whatever intended for his religion to be is a, something of fear. But if you think about it, man. Most of my fears, though, that were hardcore, realistic fears, was was church stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I fear of the devil, fear of, fear of hell. Yeah, yeah. Getting caught, getting caught, uh, playing, you know, whatever. Well, Dungeons Kissing, and Dragons. Spin the bottle, yeah, spin the bottle. Get Dungeons and Dragons, and then I had friends that were girls, and they were scared to death of getting pregnant all the time because, like, there was some some churches would sh- back in the day when we were young, they would shun kids that uh, got like had a baby and stuff out mm-hmm. of wedlock they would mm-hmm. you'd get in trouble and stuff and there was a lot of girls that would just have anxiety about i can't kiss you why not it gives me feelings that i don't know if are right and you're like well all that that's all fear based on 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 a on a book you mm-hmm. know and and kind of like peer pressure like pressure from the church and stuff so fears uh now if you're talking about a villain what i fear I don't know. What do you? I, I would say that things that fear me are, are uh, politicians and stuff like uh, like Trump. Trump scared the hell out of all these people, right? Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Like someone, someone coming along like uh, like that that just uh, that catches you off guard. Like what the Bible, I guess, would say the Antichrist would be like that appeals to everyone, and then all of a sudden just starts capturing people. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't. I see. I I, I don't get as scared of that as much anymore i really am more i think scared of and it's just because i read the news stories about you know i just saw a news story every day it's people are shot i mean three or four oh, a yeah. day and somebody just got shot breaking into somebody's house you know they were yeah. and they got shot and it's like not only am i afraid of getting shot i'm also afraid of somebody breaking into our house i'm not as afraid we got this big ass german shepherd and mm-hmm. everybody in the neighborhood knows that this, that this dog is here and he's inside all the time so most people aren't going to come messing around our house, but that makes me nervous or, you know, um, I've been in parts of town where it's just like, man, what if I get a stray bullet just because it happens? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Dustin was talking the, the other day, said that he was hearing gunshots over where he was working at. It sounded like two people were shooting back and forth at, at each other. And then the cops came, came out and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, 
the big city and it was is, him. It's starting to scare me a little bit. Yeah, you didn't know that it was him and his buddy shooting. <laughs> no, I think all the guys our age, all the guys our age, are starting to have the same. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm like, man, I got to get this my family out in the country, and it's like. I think uh, maybe that's one of my fears is the uh, cities. Just like, the cities and crime. And, it's like, yeah, yeah there's, especially the road rage stuff. You hear like every other day about something stupid, uh, some kind of road rage and everything. And so then you're automatically, well, fuck, I got to get a gun and start carrying because I don't want to get into something and not be protected. So mm-hmm. big ball of fear and anxiety. So the, um, But I don't think your dog, though, do you have a beware of dog sign up and stuff? No. He's like a sleeper. So if someone broke into your house, they'd just be screwed. <laughs> yeah, because I think that more than likely he would he would just sit right in front of the door really quite, quietly and wait for you to walk in the door before he made a noise. He'd wait for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so. I, wonder, I, I thought about getting like a sign that said like something crazy like fucking beware of Wolverine. Like, <laughs> like not, not the comic one, but like have a little <laughs> image of a real Wolverine. Uh-huh. Like, I wonder, because you got to think, some some people they'd be they, if they're dumb enough to break in, they might look at the door and be like, "Whoa, this motherfucker's got a Wolverine in his house!" Like, should we should we do this? Now you can get the stickers that says, um, "You know, protected by Smith and Wesson, beware a dog." You can put up the little fake camera and the alarm <laughs> stickers and never do anything to your house, and that will deter s- s- some people. I've I've known people that have put alarm signs in their front yard who didn't have an, an alarm. Just yeah. You know. So the Smith and Wesson thing, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, so I think that's the wrong thing to put on your door is something indicating that you have a lot of, of guns or 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 uh, guitars like don't, I don't I'm not I'm not one to put a bunch of guitar or gun stickers on my on my car and stuff. No, or, it advertises. Uh, that makes sense. Exactly. And I've, I, I saw this uh, documentary once with these robbers. And these burglars and stuff, and they said that's what they look for. They're they're not going to come in. Yeah, you have a lot of guns. They're not going to do it when you're there. They're going to come when you're not there and steal all those valuable guns and steal your gun safe and steal all your Les Paul, you know, your 1983 Les Pauls. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. I don't, we're, all, we're always here. I work, but I mean, and the wife works too, but she works from from home. And, yeah, you know, and it's just there's not a whole lot going on and not a whole lot of money to spend. So there's always somebody at our house. Which is good, yeah. you know. It gives us a little bit of yeah, yeah. safety. Um, let's see here. What was I going to ask you? Oh, did you have a favorite costume as a kid? Oh man, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was into those gnarly, like plastic ones, you know, where that, like the ones that you, they sold at Safeway. That's what I remember. I remember having like a, a Casper, and it had the plastic face with a little string. Right. In the yeah. <laughs> And your and your and your costume was just the sheet of plastic that uh-huh. had something printed on it, and it looked terrible. Uh-huh. But they were spooky. There was some cool. That, funny, that, that's what I wore. That, yeah. that house up in Arkansas that um, Dustin went to with us last week, and Susie, uh-huh. the camp, the the place we went camping last week. Uh, Mandy had left. Their family had left one of those masks there, and she took it. And I was like, "You should have left that there for Dustin to take a picture because it was so creepy. Oh. It was all faded and weathered." Yeah. And it was still attached, so you could turn put it on. But um, my go-to was had to do usually with a werewolf or vampire. That was my thing. Like I, anything, anything that was uh, easily uh, manageable, so I could get as much candy as possible. I didn't want too much stuff, you know. I didn't. 
I wasn't one of these people that tried to look like a special effects unit at at L.A. on the at the studios or something. You yeah, know, no, I, no, it's crazy these days. These I wanted to keep. It. Yeah, and I was I was smart about it. I wanted to keep it like keep it simple, like minimalist, and so I could immediately get, gather as much candy as possible. You know, so so these days. If you could have any costume you wanted, you had no spins spared, you had the makeup artists, the Hollywood people, whatever, you could do anything you wanted. Would you go all out? And what what would that be? Or would you still keep it simple? Oh, man. If I was going trick-or-treating or just going to a Halloween party? Probably a party. I mean, you are 32. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm still in the partying age. Okay. Uh, I would probably... Uh, I'd probably go all out, but it'd be a funny something funny and creative, like a uh, the you know everybody there. There's the trends. It's like you don't want to be the guy that's uh, dressed up as you know the crocodile hunter after he died with a with a spike, you know, like a stingray spike in his in his chest. Sure, there's gonna be there's gonna be nine people that do that, or during an election year, you know, you dress Biden up as or one Trump of or yeah, <laughs> right, right. You don't want to do that, so. I would try to think of something kind of funny, like Kenny Powers or something, but on an off year, like I think uh, one of the coolest parties I went to was a whodunit party. Um, and my, uh, I worked with this dude and his, his brother was gay and had a ton blind. I mean, gay, I mean, blind. Uh, <laughs> and he was really gay and he had like all these friends that were involved in, um, in um, like New York, and on Broadway and stuff and like they're very creative a very creative family and uh he had a party and did a uh, whodunit and it was so cool and I dressed up as Nathan Explosion thinking that nobody is there is gonna know who Nathan Explosion is, yes, you know, know is. is I don't know who that is uh the singer from Death Clock oh okay okay that uh from Metalocalypse right the, the animated series that someday will come back Hopefully. But anyway, um, yeah, so I was like, I'm going to go as Nathan Explosion and people are going to be asking me the whole time. It's going to be uh, all this, that, that, and other. Everybody knew who it was at the party. It was like, oh, dude, Nathan Explosion, what's up? I'm like, yeah. And then I try to spin my head like like I was like a, a metal head, like a, a death metal guy and stuff. And uh, so I would probably do something like that. I oh, would, uh, cool. if I was. If I was going out on the town, I would want to do something that not everyone else is going to do and hopefully bring smiles to people, not people running away from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> I know one year we were went to my in-laws, and so Zoe was little. She went as a skunk. I think she was like one or two. So this is 15 <laughs> years ago or 16 years ago. Yeah. I decided to go. I got a white sheet, and I put it. I cut a hole in it and put it over to where just my head was exposed. And then I got a white pillowcase and put it on my head and, and cut out the eyes or whatever. And I pulled the little, the, the corners so it looks more square or roundish, not, yeah. not, not pointy. But still, dude, I look like a KKK <laughs> Klansman. Okay. If any pictures okay, ever ever came out with, with me in that outfit, I'd probably get yeah. canceled because I, I look like I was – luckily, I was in Mataga, and so people – They wouldn't have done No, nah, they were like, like – Oh, look at that. That's pretty, that's yeah, pretty cool yeah, costume. Like, they're like, what are you trying to be? I'm like, I'm a Republican. Like, ah, <laughs> you know? No, but I mean, I was just trying to be a ghost, and I didn't like just yeah. putting the sheet over it. So I was like, I'm going to just put my head in a pillowcase and then have the sheet hanging off of me. And uh, yeah, it looks like a KKK outfit. It totally. So, I mean, it wasn't a pointy hat, but it was. Man, it was 
close enough to where you uh, might have thought I was trying to go for that. Did you ever go so far in the character uh, that you went blackface on on, on your Halloween costume? Me neither. Now, I tried. I tried once. I'm not going to lie. I tried, and it was – I was doing – I wanted to do Michael Jackson. And I asked my mom. My mom about slapped – like almost put me in a coma by slapping the crap. Oh, really? (laughs) But check this out. I kid you not. True story. It's funny that you mentioned the sheets. I had a buddy, and he – and this is in Palestine, Texas – that his mom and his dad, we were all latchkey kids, man. Like, uh, we, were, we, we we had no control over us at all. So, especially on Halloween, we'd pretty much do what we want. And he uh, was about 15 minutes away from dressing up as a KKK dude. Like, full on. He got oh. a poster board. He got, like, a post. And this was weird. Like, and the thing that was funny is we were... We weren't racist. We weren't racist kids or anything. He, we were just idiots, and he didn't realize how terrible of an idea it was, and I didn't realize that I should tell him you shouldn't do it because I kind of wanted to see him get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, he, he, he got a poster board and, like, did a coned-up thing, got, like, uh, was getting everything ready, and then his mom came home, like, I would say 10 minutes before we were about to bounce. And much like my mom, she's like, "Why are you?" And she was like a principal in this oh, small God. town. She, she, she. It, it had been terrible, like especially this day and age. But anyway, she jumped his ass like, "What are you doing?" Ah, like uh, freaking out. You can't do that. And, you know, explaining how disrespectful and how we don't do that type of thing. And um, so, I don't know. I guess the only people that do blackface, you know, out in public and stuff, are these uh, these Republican. Uh, <laughs> These Republican uh, politicians. Well, there's been some Democrats. So was that one in governor? There was that governor. Didn't what, in, too, in, right? Was it Virginia or something? Yeah, this. It's funny because you don't think of your your family much very often having their shit together, but like they're supposed to be these upper echelon families that are you know come from money and and are the elite. But they sure are fucking stupid when it comes to costumes to wear at a party, you know. Yeah. Well, because they they're just out of touch. They are only they only hang around with with elite white people, so they don't have any yeah. idea that that's even a bad thing. They don't, you know. Yeah. They're um, all, yeah, they're right. They have no concept. Of it. So, do you have a favorite Halloween candy? Oh man, um, favorite Halloween candy. Uh, the. I would say any of the mainstream mainstream yeah. candies like Snickers and all that stuff, and, man. Yeah. yeah, I loved all that. And that was always the badass thing is when you went to that one upper type family that had to do a step above everyone. First of all, I don't know about you, but did you go trick or treating in in your neighborhood, or did you go to different neighborhoods that where you had more of a of a chance of scoring, you know, big sacks? Well, even here we don't stick on our block. We go like five or six blocks over into the Fairmont area, right, area, right, right, which is Fairmont. a nicer neighborhood. Yeah, exactly where I would trick or treat would be over there. So you always had that uh, asshole, that one asshole that would buy like straight up full on candy bars. Mm-hmm. And that was like a gold mine. When you found that house, it was like they were giving out full size uh, Butterfinger. Mm-hmm. And they Butterfinger, that, yeah. I would say Butterfinger is probably my favorite. That was one of my faves. And then um, as far as sour candy, because you got to have a favorite in sour, you have to have different uh, genres of candy uh, for awards, you know, for Halloween awards. And I would say 
nerds. Any any nerds? I was always about the nerds. I like the nerds. Yeah. Sour. Yeah. What about you, man? What was your favorite? Man, it's like so. My my next question is, what's the worst ha- ha- Halloween candy? And most people will tell you the worst ha- Halloween candy is candy corn. That's my favorite. No, I, mean, I love candy corn. I'll eat it all day. Yeah. I like the little pumpkins. I like the little corn. Yeah, yeah. And then they have those one yeah. candy that's kind of like a taffy, and they're like in the black wrappers and the orange wrappers. Remember those? Yeah, yeah. I love the them. taffy or the ones that had the jokes and stuff on it. No, no, no. These are just that like one? these are just like when you open them up, they're like a almost like a Manila color. Yeah, yeah. And they're like they're kind of round, but they're wrapped like a butterscotch yeah. or something, but it's like this black waxy paper and they also had orange waxy paper and it was wrapped Don't up. Don't you think, I think like every time, this time of year, I always think that the uh, candy corn and the corn candy gets way too much hate. I do. I do. I think it's, I love it. It's just sugar. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. I don't know why, what produces the hate. I, I mean, it's not an attractive candy, but it's not ugly, you know? It's an attractive candy. What's wrong with the orange and the white? That's a, it's a good yeah. little color. In the brown, that's a good little color scheme. And the little pumpkins are real cool looking. They're orange with a green stem on them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you know, you, the, uh, the, and then they had that one tricked up one that they would do with the chocolate one too. That was always delicious. Yep. The corn candy that had the chocolate instead of the white. Now I've seen a lady. Which I always thought was racist. That's segregation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing games with the corn candy. <laughs> I saw a lady on Twitter who got the Thanksgiving candy corn bag and she did a whole review of it and it was hilarious, but they actually made it to where it's like they had Turkey candy corn and gravy and cranberry sauce and green bean casserole it was like all these different and it was in this bag it's candy corn and all these different flavors of your thanksgiving meal and it, it was it sounded terrible you know and she wrote this whole review about it that was really funny and really awful you know um let's see i only have a couple more because i wanted to keep you at 30 minutes and we're already right, right at about it um let's see when the, do you believe in ghost Man, it's funny. My daughters are asking this a lot. And I don't. I don't. I don't know why. It's like uh, I feel like I'm, I'm in the age. I'm I'm uh, pretty old now. And uh, I just feel like I would have seen one by now. Uh, and I only have one story that could have been um, ghostly. And But I just – I feel like – the age I am, I would have foreseen, and I've I've tried, man. I've gone to the places that are supposedly haunted, oh, like okay. that. Yeah, yeah. You know the hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to New Orleans, I try to hang out in at least one uh, hotel that is a hundred percent guaranteed you will uh, come in contact with something, right? And then that place out in Weatherford, what's that? The uh, is it Weatherford? That haunted? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's across the street from the famous hotel, too, out there or something. So I, there's some haunted place out there. I, I guarantee you if I go out there, the same thing's going to happen. And it's just, I don't know. I think uh, if there are ghosts, they don't like hanging out with me because I think, uh, I don't know. I will tell you my one story that was closest. Um, and that's, I was, uh, this is in Palestine, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would moved to Tyler, and my friend uh, asked me to come over because Tyler was only about 45 minutes away from Palestine and uh, hang out with him. And um, there was a couple of girls, one of them he liked and everything. And uh, I was in the eighth grade. He was in, in the ninth grade, I think. So was, I went, stayed at his house. And then uh, we went out to this girl's house way out in this blacktop road. Like she lived in a trailer. Imagine that. But um, 
and she had some friends over and everything. So we're over there doing what junior high and young and high schoolers kids do, just goofing off, scaring each other, trying to flirt, and, you know. Yeah. Do, do, do what they do. This is a PG show, right? So. It's, yeah, it's whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to get our, our fingers pruned, you know. All right. <laughs> all right. Like okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so we're all hanging out and everything, and um, we decide to go for a walk. And East Texas is really cool because you'll be walking these country blacktop roads, and all of a sudden you'll come up on a like a graveyard. Uh, some of them are family graveyards, some of them are slave uh, graveyards, but there's just random graveyards that are just no no one's hardly even keeping up with it, you know. And uh, we found one, and we went in there, which was probably disrespectful, but it seemed fun and cool to do. So we went in there. We're hanging out, playing grab ass, you know, trying to scare each other. Well, and it was also lightning. And, um, like, East Texas, I always think East Texas storms are more intense, and there's more lightning and stuff involved because I think it hits that. that The coastal plains gets more moisture, and it just gets makes uh, storms, lightning storms, more gnarly. So it was lightning and stuff in the background. Pretty spooky because we're hanging out. It's basically the the beginning of a horror flick. We're hanging out in a in a graveyard. Mm-hmm. We're young kids and we're just being goofy, playing grab ass. And then uh, there's also some lightning and stuff. It just sounds like the typical beginning of a horror flick. Well, all of a sudden we start hearing this in the distance. And we're like, what the fuck is that noise? We kept hearing it. And it's getting it starts to get closer and closer and closer. And all of a sudden, this freaking white horse with no nothing, no saddle, nothing, just comes running through the uh, the graveyard, probably really? about 10, 20 feet away from all of us, and just runs right on through and keeps running. And we're like, what the heck? You're looking for Ichabod Crane. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. That's what it reminded me of was the headless horse yeah. story. Because, and the thing that was really weird is it was an all-white horse. So... I think if if there was a time where I actually saw something that was uh, a ghost, that was probably that would have probably been it. Oh, that's funny. No, that that's spooky. That would spook me right out. I'd be like, dude, we gotta go. I don't know. Oh, we did. Yeah, that was that was the ender. We we went back. We're we're done. So it was it was in the thunder was starting to get a little bit louder too. So like, but it was mainly that horse. That horse scared the crap out of us. Man, you're probably thinking but, it was a it was the cushion man. Man, it'd have been a lot cooler if the cushion man was on the white horse. And they're like, oh no, he's cool. I know that, bro. <laughs> All right, man. My last question for you is: Dracula, Frankenstein, or the werewolf? Oh, dude, that's such a gnarly question, man. Because uh, there's so many things that, like, who, who gets home field advantage on this? Oh, I don't know. Uh, man, because I, I think if if it's just like. Oh, I wasn't really thinking about it as being like a battle, but but between the three, that's interesting. I just meant like, who do you think's the coolest, or who do you like the best, or whatever. But oh, in a battle, that that's interesting. Um, Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about was a battle. But uh, the coolest, I think, would have to be uh, the vampire, just because I love what we do in the shadows, and (laughs) they're around the longest. You know? Yeah, I would. They've been around. They've been around for thousands of years and stuff, so they're they're pretty smart. Um, as far as the coolest one to see transform and all that, I would have like artistic and stuff and visually, it'd have to be the werewolf because that just imagine hanging out with someone and then all of a sudden they change, you know, they morph into a a, a a wolf and then start howling and have these amazing 
powers to jump, scratch, and you know, take big poos. Werewolf scat. Yeah, and Frankenstein, it's kind of lame. I mean, it's, he walks real slow and yeah, you know, is whatever. It's like I feel like I can he'd, get away from him. You know, he'd be my bro. Like if I was like going to a party and if I was a famous person and I needed security or something, someone to just walk around. I think he'd be cool to have. He'd do funny stuff. Yeah. You know, you to see him try to try to pick up a woman or a lady at a bar would be funny. We're like, I think you got it, Frank. Go get him, man. I think you got it this time. She's into you, definitely. She's definitely into you. Even though you get a little pus. There's a little pus coming out of your ear. Or is that blood? Yeah. Oh, yours Just fell off. Yeah, let's put it back on. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. man. Well, that, that was fun. It was very fun. And you can call me anytime. Okay. Well, uh, uh, what, and the name of the show is the, the Funky Town Podcast uh, telephone show. It's just called the Funky Town Podcast. Oh, yeah? Same okay. as it ever was. Yeah. But no, I like to do Who the phone calls now. Who else are you calling today? Nobody. You're the only one. I play music, and then I'll do a phone call. And so oh, cool. we're playing um, all Halloween songs. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite Halloween song? Um, I, There's this one that I'm, that I'm, that I'm going to play that I really like, and it's... Um, but is you know what? It's really funny because I'm gonna play it after the interview, so it's probably good enough times any to talk about it. Yeah. But it's off that Sostex record that that sampler. I don't know if if you have one, but they're called mm-hmm. All Monsters Attack. Is the name of the band, and the um, I think the song is called Scaly Face Monster. <laughs> and it's just this, yeah, it's just this great song. Um, so that that, that that that's a good one. But when it comes to regular Halloween songs. I started off the show with um, "This Is Halloween." It's a ska version. Um, oh, cool! But that's a cool song. Um, I still like the Monster Mash. Is is as dumb as, as it yeah, is? Yeah, it, cool. it takes me to my kids or you know to my childhood and stuff. And yeah, you know. Monster Mash is definitely cool. And then um, I like that uh, that that um, that remi- a song that reminded me of Halloween. And every once in a while, you'll hear it in the Halloween mix. Was that? I can't remember if it was Billy Ocean or one of the Jacksons that sang, I always feel like somebody's watching me. Okay. okay. I never thought of that as a, as, as a Halloween song. That's a good one, though. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know. There's a lot of great Halloween music. Yeah, I like the, the... Halloween is... Uh, Every Day is Halloween. Uh, was that the Misfits? Oh, that Ministry. That? Ministry. Or Ministry, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I also like yeah, the... Um, uh, was it drag through the ditches and burn <laughs> through yeah. the witches and, and Dracula? Yeah. That's a good yeah, song. That's kind of any, any any uh, any Rob Zombie mm-hmm. Rob Zombie thing you could probably go ahead and play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I wish I could do like a uh, a real Halloween show with like big music, you know? Because really, probably my favorite one. Um, I like I like a lot of the Phantomos that. There's a Spider Baby song. That Spider Baby song yeah. is really cool. Yeah. I think it's a great ha- Halloween song, real catchy and stuff. So there's a lot of mainstream or national stuff that now, I could. Now that, that would play. be cool. That would be cool if you could ask Mike Patton and and, and uh, Buzz, like, hey, what was your what was your favorite Halloween songs? Just to see what they say. No, oh, he's probably something like Bella Lugosi is dead or something. You know, some old like classical singer. Yeah, I mean like, that that's not even. I mean, it's old, but it's not. A classical or anything but it would be something just I mean, really weird that, and bizarre and 
classic singer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like a classic voice. That's what I think Mike Patton's more into. Because I, I, I heard an interview with him where he was singing. He was uh, listening. He was. They were asking him what he was into at the time, and it was like that Vegas singer that does the lady. Oh, whoa, whoa, she's a lady. Was it Tom Watts or Tom Jones? Tom Jones. Yeah. It was like he was all into that. Like <laughs> the lounge singer type. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Last week, um, or last two weeks ago, I had I had Ian on, and right before I got off with him, um, we started talking yeah. about we started talking about Mike Mike Patton, and went on for another half an hour. <laughs> on the show, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to do that again. Yeah, all it's right. Because well, we're doing it every every week, but that, but that was fun, man. I had a bunch of um, I had a bunch of questions. I had questions left over. For me, or for back then? No, for for. for, for, for 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 you, I thought we'd go through this really fast, but you had a lot of uh, a lot of good stories. Oh well, yeah, you can ask all of them if you want. I don't care if you got more questions; it doesn't matter to me. Oh, it's cool, do man. Edit, huh? Do you edit this thing? No. Do you edit this thing or just let it roll? I just let it roll. Ah, interesting. Huh? It's just going a, raw. Yeah, it's just it's just like no your show. Lead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you know who's coming on your show this week? Uh man, I think it's photographers. Uh, I think. Hmm either photographers or and then we got a bunch we're going music heavy in the next couple months um trying to get some bands on and stuff and uh get 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 the scene pumping again yeah get get them excited about music and all that yeah is what we're trying to do that's good we need more music there's a lot of podcasts around town now but not a lot of them really do music still they just talk yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people got a lot of stuff to talk about, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's cool. Lots of people listen. All right, man. You have a good rest of your of your Sunday. Okay, man. I, I love you, Jeffrey Lord. Yep, and I'll have this out later tonight, and then it'll be online, the podcast feed on Tuesday. Awesome. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. Yeah, and everybody check out the Jerry Johnson Massacre on YouTube Tuesday nights at 8, and you can find them on with Spotify and iTunes and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, follow, follow, follow me. Don't follow, follow the other guy. Follow me. Follow, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> yep. If you can't find him, just do hashtag suck at stubs. You'll find him. Yeah, yeah. And then and Facebook too. Every once in a while, I get on Facebook, but uh, yeah, that's, I'm kind of leaving Facebook alone just for promotions these days because people get too angry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's probably better. All right, yeah. man. You take it. You, All right, kiss, easy. I love you. Yeah, I love you. Kisses on the neck. Okay. All right. Bye. Tender kisses. Okay. <laughs> The station with the best, me, best, me, best, me, best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the mu- best music. All right. That was Matthew J. Stubbs from uh, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. Yeah, it was a fun, it was a fun uh, conversation I had with him earlier today. It's a cool dude. They get a good show. This is that song I was talking about. It's All Monsters Attack. The name of the song is Gaily Face Eater. He's a monster, but he, uh, he eats your face. Funky Town Podcast Spooktacular. Oh, 
exactly how it happened. Me and this cute little kitten were chatting it up at the bar, and we seemed to be hitting it off. So I suggested we go take a look at the moon. As we strolled down to the end of the pier, gazing at the stars and holding hands, we looked up and saw a slimy shape hovering over a dead body. It looked up with the flesh of a human face between its teeth. What the fuck is that? Webbed extremities clutching my throat, taking my life, and that's all she wrote. Left on the dock in a discarded pile, face forever in a lipless smile. The last thing I saw, he poked out an eye. Blinded and faceless, what a way to die. He ended my story on that fateful night, a faceless end to my meaningless life. Oh, monsters attack. Out of Houston, Texas, H-Town. That was Scaly Face Eater. You can find that on the Sostex Records. Their sampler It's called Only the Strange Survive. All right, this band we got, they're called Eerie Family. And they're out of Taylor, Texas. It's a creepy little song. It's called I Am Tarantula.
I Am Tarantula by Eerie Family. All right, you guys, I hope you've had fun tonight. I've had a good time. We've got one more left. This is a brand new song from a brand new band here in Fort Worth. Here in Funky Town. It's a sound suit. I know one, one of the guys, maybe both of the guys, are um, used to be Vatican Press. And they got a brand new album out. This is a brand new song, Boat Ghost.
Our adventure must be